Fury. Since you've been gone, things have gotten much worse. How do you think I came back? That was from Secret Invasion. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In present-day Moscow, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Prescott, played by Richard Dormer, warns agent Everett Ross, played by Martin Freeman, that you can't trust anybody these days, not even those closest to you. Chaos is coming, and it's not a coincidence. Five global terrorist strikes within the past year, each one claimed by a different group. It's business as usual. That's precisely what they want you to think. You see, there's an architect to all of this, the Skrulls. At first, things were fine when Carol Danvers and Nick Fury, who disappeared after the blip, promised to find them a new planet. But now, they want Earth for themselves. And as Prescott says, scrolls can be anybody, anywhere, anytime. Then, Prescott gives Ross proof of a terrible plot the scrolls are about to unleash on the world before things go wrong, of course. Again, no one can be trusted. So it looks like Ross needs to find Nick Fury played by Samuel L. Jackson. But post-blip, he's diminished. As Agent Maria Hill, played by Kobe Smulders, says, You're not ready for this, Fury. There's a very real threat out there. You were never the same after the blip. You always told me there is no shame in walking away when the steps are uncertain. So check your footing. Otherwise, someone's going to get hurt. But as you know, even an over-the-hill Nick Fury won't be called off something this important, even if it comes from President Ritson, played by Dermot Mulroney. In order to return to Earth, Fury had to leave his work off-planet on Sabre, which the president calls the most complex aerospace defense system in the history of mankind. So he needs Fury back where he belongs, and he trusts his right-hand man, Colonel James Rhodey Rhodes, played by Don Cheadle, to get him there. But Rhodey is in the dark. How much do you know about your security detail? What do you mean, how much do I know about it? That invasion is here, Rhodey. And we can't even tell who the invaders are. But one person who thinks she can tell, and who beats the president and Rhodey to the punch, is MI6 agent Sonia Fallsworth, played by Olivia Coleman. She swoops in and snatches Fury all for herself, and she has a warning for Fury. You're in no shape for this fight that lies before us, old friend. This is personal. Very few of us know about the wars fought in the shadows that have raged on this planet. Do you feel responsible? But he's not the only one who feels burdened. There's also Talos, played by Ben Mendelsohn, a Skrull general and human ally who's involved in more ways than one. After all, his wife, Soren, knew it would take something like this to get Fury to set his feet on land again. But she's gone, as is Talos' sister, Gaia, played by Amelia Clark. 
but Guy has been out of the loop when it comes to her parents, and she's upset that Fury hasn't fulfilled his promise. She's not the only one. Fury, we gotta be very careful now. You going to shoot me? Maybe. Well, probably. But not right now. So here's what led to that head-smashing place. As a result of Fury's inactivity, Talos was replaced on the Skrull Council by Gravik, played by Kingsley Benadir, who, as Maria says, preys on the collective rage of young displaced Skrulls. And these Skrulls are hiding in Russia because they are immune to radioactivity. But just where they are exactly is anyone's guess. Wherever they are, though, they're planning to leverage tensions between the U.S. and Russia to ensure that Earth is theirs and theirs alone. And the Avengers are nowhere in sight. Where are the Avengers? This war is one I have to fight. Alone. And with that, as you can see, the Skrulls are able to strengthen what they call the Resistance, right under everyone's noses in the midst of all of humanity's internecine battles. So it's the perfect time for them to find a way to be home in their own skins. But as Sonya knows, skin is such a delicate thing. What makes you think you can get him to speak? Oh, I can be quite persuasive. And so can Fury in his own way. But whether he wants to admit it or not, he'll need help because... You're the most wanted man on the planet. You don't know what they have planned for you. Great Nick Fury. Well, Mama always said I was special. Secret Invasion brought to us by Disney Plus from Marvel, the Marvel, Marvel collection. Um, before we get into yeah. this, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment on this episode now. And before you say anything, let me correct myself. Gaia is Talos's daughter. I was having a brain fart when I said that. So <laughs> all right. Here we there go. We go. All of you ready to comment? I know Gaia is Thomas's daughter. Well, you, you totally got over on me because I have no context you when don't it comes know. to yeah. any of this stuff. Um, <laughs> hence the reason this is definitely one of those shows that I would have to be motivated to watch with someone who is into it. I'd be open to it, but I wouldn't go to it myself. Like mm-hmm. a movie, like a because you've seen movie. some Marvel movies, haven't you? Absolutely, On yeah. Dance. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're not Absolutely. taking yourself to see it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm always, I have no context and I'm usually like, oh, this is cool. Like the story's always fun. It looks good on the camera. There's a bunch of effects. There's people turning from people running and beating each other people up. It's always cool, right? Um, but then again, like, you know, the comic people always come for me. You know, I don't know any of the backstory. So allegedly I don't have any, you know, can't really appreciate it for what it is. But um, um no. Listen, I'm just telling you. See, that's I, the I issue. Don't, I don't have any. Who's backstory. working for whom here? Like, who's the one paying? <laughs> the audience. <laughs> so if you want, and, and that's one of the things here, if you want to tell the biggest meta story on the planet in history to protect your bottom line, got it. But then you have some challenges. Uh, and this is why whenever they start something, there's a lot of explanatory dialogue. But that never helps a narrative. So it's hard to begin a lot of what Marvel does because they've got to get through that. Even for people who know it, they got to remind you 
unless this is your life reading comic books. That's not most people and it's not most of their audience. Right. So it's a challenge for them with what their whole, you know, structure is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, that's on them to make sure it's clear to someone like so the you. people who's watching, mm-hmm. who's just like coming, you know, coming in. Um, yeah, I mean, and generally speaking, I mean, I've I have memories of leaving you know, movie experiences with questions because there's, you know, sometimes you're just like, I don't understand this relationship. Like, you know, or like if you see number the two of a movie that you didn't see one from and there's this running joke that everybody's laughing at. I'm like, fill me in on the joke because I have no idea why that was funny. You wouldn't laugh anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you wouldn't. <laughs> it would not make you laugh anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this, this is interesting because, you know, we got Samuel L. Jackson, we yeah. have Don Cheadle, um, you know, those two and guys. you've seen them before if you've seen the Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I've heard the name Nick Fury. I have no idea what his story is. I don't know about this bang or this blip. So you didn't see like Captain to. America Winter Soldier? Because remember, mm-hmm. Nick Maybe. Fury is, you know. He's been in the movies. Oh, no, 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 like, okay. no, no, no. Like, as far as I know who he is, like, I've seen mm. his character. I don't know his story. It's probably a better way to say ah, that. So I don't, gotcha. yeah, so totally, um, yeah, like, this is my first time seeing him in a, his character. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe you've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I know there's some deep something. He's a, you know, a big deal. I don't know all his yeah. big deal stuff. Right. And this is like, uh, I mentioned in, the plot summary, it's post blip because after the blip, he changed. And and this is the ramifications of that in the show. Like a lot of people like, oh, you know, he looks old. So this is one of the points they want to make in Secret Invasion for him. He's not the same Nick Fury who was had basically some powers. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he survived. And that's why I was talking about Winter Soldier, which I think is the best use of this character mm-hmm. of everything. Um, yeah. And like you were saying does this work for people who haven't seen every Marvel TV show and movie? Cause that's what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe is what I would say. Mm-hmm. I think that Olivia Coleman is having the most fun of anybody. You can see it in some of those clips. I think when they can Mendelssohn and Jackson try to do the same. Uh, so it's nice to see the casting. Ben Adir isn't bad as usual, like what he's doing as the villain. Uh, the question is, how far are they going to go with the, the spy stuff in the intrigue Marvel style? Hmm. See, they want it to be taken seriously, but the algorithm says don't get too serious. I mean, you can hear the music and go, okay, we're supposed to be serious here. How far are they going to go with that? Not far enough for me, really, for it to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think that the Russo brothers, if we think of all of the Marvel attempts at seriousness, they did the best. Like, Again, Winter Soldier, or The Winter Soldier, I should say. For instance, uh, again, that's the best use of Fury, definitely. And in contrast to that, early on, because they uh, have released the first two episodes for review, so that's what I'm reviewing, early on, it just had the whiff of the artificial. Just a little whiff. And that's where, again, if you think of the Russos, they just they knew how to break free of that when they could not only in winter soldier, but also in parts of their Avengers movies. Now I think this show does start to find a better rhythm as it gets closer to the end of the first episode. They found a couple of successful moments between Talos and Gaia 
when they meet and so on. There's a bit of weight conjured by Mendelssohn and Clark, which sounds like a law firm. You know, the law is <laughs> Mendelssohn and Clark. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that that relationship to me was more of an anchor early on than some of the Nick Fury stuff. I just hope they know that. The question is consistency. Because from episode one to episode two, a lot of times when it comes to Marvel TV shows, you get to episode two and go, okay, they are putting the brakes on when they need to accelerate. Mm-hmm. But it's like a decent version of Mission Impossible. That's what I would say. Okay. De- okay. Like Mission Impossible is better than this. It's like if Mission mm-hmm. Impossible were mm-hmm. fine. It's not quite riveting, not quite boring. It's a way to pass the time. And that makes it one of the better Marvel shows already. Just that. Mm. I think of the first two episodes, it's one of the better Marvel shows. (laughs) Okay. Again, they just need to keep things moving. Because again, as I went into the second episode, I thought to myself, I don't care really about Mm. what's happening here. Mm. So move it along. And Mm. then I think it'll be perfectly fine. Mm. There you go. So- Would I come back? Would I keep going after the second episode? Maybe is what I would say. I I just know Marvel too well to expect, you know, more than what they've given in the first two episodes. They're going to tie it into the movie. You know, this first TV show of their new phase and all that other stuff that I guess someone cares about. So there you go, producer. You know, that, you know, for me, this is not a bad review. For Marvel, mm-hmm. it's all right. So are you sticking with what you said? If, you know, you're sitting next to somebody, they want to watch this, you you go along for the ride? Yeah, hands down. Or if it's like I've watched everything else and there's nothing, you know, else to you not watch. Turn this on. I don't even like, know why you're saying that. that you might not turn this on. I might get it on the list, potentially. You <laughs> Do not listen to this, everybody. <laughs> I, would, I would watch a re- rewatch an episode of Burn Notice before I turn this on. You would. You would do a lot of things before you turn this on. Uh, and I don't think this is like the show to pull people in who aren't huge Marvel fans. I don't think that's it. They would mm-hmm. tolerate it. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, if you want to watch it with someone else. It's not like Andor for Star Wars, where that mm-hmm. might pull some people in who don't really like Star Wars that much. It's not that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. wish they would have more of. There we go. So that's the secret. Maybe they should invade that secretly and get something that is actually potent. Mm. Let's end the review because I I don't want to knock them too bad. It's not bad at all. Mm. All right. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, You can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.